Hello, welcome to another episode of the Goddess Journals. I'm your host, Maggie Pugh. Now, I have another podcast episode about this topic already that's maybe a little bit more in depth. And then I did recently do another one about the difference between past loved ones and spirit guides and kind of how they communicate. But it's a really popular subject, and I know so many of you have questions about what do angel numbers mean? How do I ask for a sign? How do I listen to signs? How do I communicate with my past loved ones or my guides? It's a really common question. It's a really common practice that a lot of people want to learn how to do, which makes sense because as humans, communication is key. And if you can communicate with those from the other side, there's this feeling of not needing to be alone and being protected and being taken care of, and it can be so beautiful. And it's actually so easy, but I think a lot of people get caught up on the how to do it, what it means, and how to move forwards with it. So I just thought I'd go over that a little bit today, how to ask for a sign, what it means when that sign shows up, and how to move forwards with it. I'll pull some cards, we'll actually help you pick a sign right now if you don't have a sign already or you're looking for what your sign should be next and just sort of how this can help your life and how you can move forwards with it. I'll link the other two episodes below so that you can dive even deeper. I'm just hoping for this to be a short and sweet podcast episode. I've been really loving doing those recently, like 20 to 25 minutes max, so hopefully we keep it within that time. The other ones are a little bit longer, but I want this to be short, snappy, and everything you need in this little condensed space. So let's just jump right into it and talk all things asking for a sign. Welcome to the Goddess Journals. I'm your host, Maggie Pugh, tarot reader, spiritual coach, past life regression practitioner, and your personal spiritual hype girl. I'm here to help you break down your walls and practice the radical vulnerability you need to get to know your soul at its very core. This podcast will give you the guidance to change your fear into power and take those first steps on your ultimate journey to soul transformation. So take a deep breath and let's get mystical. All right, so let's just jump right into it and first talk, why should you even pick a sign? What is the point? Why is this something that you should do? And the answer is just quite simple. You probably could guess it, but it's so that your guides have a way to communicate. Sometimes if you don't pick a sign or if you don't establish a sign, guides will try and send signs anyways that might mean something to you, might be something you don't see very often, might be something that grabs your attention, but oftentimes we miss it. Or it can even be something that is commonly used, like an angel number, or people will say white feathers are a sign, or finding a penny or a nickel on the ground can be a sign. And your guides can try and send these to you. Your past loved ones may send something that meant something special between the two of you, but it's just so easy to miss. And it's also easy to think, oh, there's some magic. Oh, that is cool. But not realize that there's a deeper message behind it. There's something you should be moving forwards and taking away from it. And why you should ask for a sign is because when you start to open communication with the universe, your guides, your past loved ones, life gets A to be so, so magical. But B, 
to be a little bit easier. You'll have more guidance. You can take the past of least resistance. You can really move forwards feeling supported and feeling maybe a bit more confident. It takes some of the onus off of you and you get to truly start to co-create with the universe and create something so much bigger than you thought, so much more beautiful than you thought, and just pure magic. Working with signs and starting to create a language and a, and communicating with your guides can really open you up to what's possible and kind of remove a layer that's separating us from energy and magic and whatever it is you want to believe in. And you can pick if you're talking with angels, if you're communicating with guides, the universe, past loved ones, deity, God, you get to choose. This is your belief. That's what I love about spirituality is that it's so individual. You can take what resonates and leave what doesn't, and it gets to be all about you. And asking for a sign is no different. You just get to decide who you're asking for a sign from. It can be from a past loved one, it can be from the universe, or it can just be from a guide. Even if you don't quite know who that guide is, maybe you don't know that guide's name, maybe you don't know what they stand for, but you just say, hey, hey, one of my guides, can you send me a sign so that I can get help with career? And maybe it'll be your career guide that comes through. Maybe it'll be an all-around guide that comes through. You don't know, and there are ways to figure it out in the future, but it doesn't really matter as long as you're getting the sign. And then we have the next part here, which is how to ask for a sign. I think some people know they want to and why they want to and what they want guidance for, but they don't know how to go about it. And now you can do this in a really magical, ritualistic way like making an altar and writing it down and placing it with crystals and setting the intention. But you can also just send up a little prayer. You can just think in your mind, hey, send me a sign. That's what I do. I don't typically make it this big deal. I just say, hey, guides, whoever you are, whichever one wants to send it through for me, send me this sign if I'm doing the right thing. And for a while, I only had one sign. Now I have a few that mean something different. I've worked through to get a few in there and they all have different meanings and it helps to be more clear, but just start with one. You don't need to start with 8,000 different signs. It'll get so convoluted and you won't notice them and it'll just be too much. So just pick one sign, whatever that sign is. For me, it was a fox and just ask. And if you don't see it, that is a sign That doesn't mean something went wrong. A lot of the times we're praying and hoping for a sign saying, if this is right, show me a sign. Or if I should do this, or if I shouldn't do this, show me a sign. And then the sign doesn't come and we think, oh, I did something wrong. No, I promise you, you didn't. It's just not necessarily the answer you want to hear. And I'm sorry, but sometimes our guides know better than us. (laughs) Sometimes our guides need to give us a little bit of tough love and that's okay. And yeah, it hurts to be told that something we were hoping was right isn't right. And we would rather believe that we just did something wrong. Your guides are always listening. And if you're really not sure, then ask them to send you a sign if it's wrong. Just flip the script, flip the question. If you're really not sure, if you say, should I do this? Send me a sign. And then your sign doesn't come and you're just in denial, (laughs) like it's happened to me too. Don't worry. And so then just say, okay, now send me the sign if it's wrong. Like send me the sign that I shouldn't do this. And most likely that sign will come through. 
Your guides always know what they're doing. But I just like to pick one sign to start out with, and that's what you can ask for. So mine was a fox, and I said, okay, send me a fox if this is right. And now I can ask for a fox, but I also have just kind of used that, and that's my big change. That's my life moment. That's my big spiritual sign. I know some big things are going to happen. I know that a big change is coming. A big moment in my life is about to happen. If I see a fox, if I see that sign, I like to try and pick something that I'm not necessarily going to see all the time. And that makes it a lot more special and a lot more niche. And I really notice foxes when they come up now. And that kind of brings us into this question of what do I pick? And I think there's this idea that you have to pick right and there's all this pressure, but you can always change. I think I picked a couple of signs. I remember picking a camel because I pulled a card and it was a camel and I tried to go with that for a while because that was the energy I was in. And then I never noticed it. I never looked for it. And I would always forget it was my sign. So I was like, okay, this is enough. I need to change it. This isn't resonating. And I did that a few times. I just can't remember what the other signs were. (laughs) Shows that they weren't right. And then when I got to the fox, it just felt so right. And I remembered that one and I noticed it. And I could just feel, yes, okay, this is the one. And I did the same thing. I have butterflies as my sign for a career. And I went through a few. I had like an eye, I think I had a pyramid, I had a couple of things that I used as a business sign and none of them resonated and I never noticed them and it just didn't feel right. That doesn't mean my guides weren't sending it, it just means I wasn't taking it in, I wasn't noticing it. So you can always change your sign. I'm inviting you now to just pick one, pick that first thing that comes to your intuition. And if you're struggling with that, I thought, why don't we do a fun little exercise and pick a sign together. So I'm going to pull three cards. This is how I picked my animal sign of a fox. I'm going to pick three cards from my animal spirit deck. I'm going to give you three options over here. It's okay that you can't see them. Just feel into these options that I tell you about, and then you can pick which one resonates the most with you, and you can move forwards with this sign. So take a moment now and just set the intention. Is this going to be a big universal sign? Do you have a sign you work with yet? If not, this should just be your all-encompassing sign for now. And if you already work with signs or you already have a sign or a few signs, I want you to think of a big theme in your life right now, something maybe you're struggling with, something maybe you're wanting to embrace more, a up level that you're looking for, a manifestation you're wanting to happen. Maybe it's career. Maybe it's lifestyle. Maybe it's personal development. Picking one thing now, one topic now, if it's not just a big general sign, feeling into that as we pick our signs, as we pick which sign you're going to move forwards today with. Okay, so I have three cards here that I've pulled for you. I'm going to give you a number, a letter, and a color for each card. And I want you to just feel into what resonates the most with you. I'm doing a number, a letter, and a color just so that all different types of people, you know, some people do better with visual, which is the color. Some people do better with a letter association or a number. So the first card is going to be 1A and the color blue. The second card is going to be 2B and the color green. And the third card is going to be 3C and the color yellow. 
So what are you feeling most called to? Just take a deep breath here. And what comes to your mind first? One, two, three, A, B, C, or blue, green, yellow? Which one? I've never done something like this on the podcast. It's kind of fun. I hope you enjoy it. But let's go with that first one. 1A blue, if that's what you picked. The sign you're moving forwards with right now is raccoon. So you can use this for anything, whatever you set your intention before. I'll also read you what this card is all about because it's probably also saying something about your energy right now. So raccoon energy is talented, but they're in the shadows. They're in hiding. Raccoon energy is at play within all artists to greater or lesser degrees. At best, it indicates talent, tenacity, and skillfulness with a particular musical instrument or creative tool, any sort of creation. Its shadow side points to an unresolved issue around self-image and success. Sometimes using a stage name or wearing a mask works in an artist's favor. Other times it limits their creativity. Am I who my audience thinks I am? What if I am ready to grow into something more? Raccoon energy won't let us off the hook until this creative ego fear is resolved. When you're in balance right now, you're going to feel generous, friendly, and in line with your creative energy. When you're out of balance, you'll feel competitive. You'll feel lack like that starving artist, and you're going to feel unfulfilled with your job. To bring it back into balance, start a new project. Make some new work for yourself. Follow your passions a little bit more. That doesn't need to mean anything if you just picked it for a sign, but it does typically mean that that's the energy that you're in right now. That's some energy that is affecting you. So take a moment and reflect on that if you can. Take a moment and reflect on where you're not allowing yourself to be creative and creatively fulfilled. Now, the second card to be green is the deer. So you can start using a deer as your universal sign, as whatever intention you set that sign for. And now let's go over the energy a little bit. It's loving, intuitive, graceful, and the mother archetype. The deer represents the feminine aspect of earth energy. This energy is available to all creatures, regardless of gender, but is especially potent in new parents or someone in a new phase in their life. During the first few moments, first few days, they are fully present, nurturing, calm, and even excited. Their inner beauty radiates and the sense of grace calms the room. A dear personality affects others in this way, drawing them towards a quiet tenderness. The dear card may appear when a birth or a celebration of new life or new moments in life draws near, or when a situation calls for absolute gentleness and compassion. Right now, when you're in balance, you'll feel receptive, compassionate, nurturing, and at peace. And when you're out of balance, you'll feel concerned, protective, skittish, and frozen. To bring into balance, connect with your inner child, do some inner child healing, and connect with nature and the earth element. So once again, you can just take this sign as it is, but you can also take it as a sign for yourself right now to find some compassion, find some gentleness, do some heart healing, tap into your childlike wonder, and just give yourself that nurturing you need a little bit right now because your soul is asking for it. And then 
Let's look at the third card. It's 3C, yellow. If you chose this card, your sign is the bear. So you can use this or once again, whatever it is that your intention was or is just a big universal sign, you can use a bear. And what this energy entails, and this might be a sign for you right now, is waking from spiritual slumber and beginning anew. After a long winter, the bear arises from deep slumber. At first, the movement and effort are difficult, but the bear knows it's time to awaken and move towards the dawning light. The bear card represents an individual on the cusp of a new direction and personal transformation. The initial weeks and months of this spiritual quest may feel tricky, cumbersome, and full of obstacles. But you have no choice, but you have no choice there. Winter wanes, the warmth of spring emerges, and your transformation begins. When you're in balance, you'll feel connected to your inner strength, yearning to grow, and excited about moving forwards, hungry to move forwards. When you're out of balance, you'll feel withdrawal, lethargic, heaviness, and uninspired. To bring it into balance, movement, exercise, and spiritual awakening practices can help so much. So if you pulled this card, once again, you can just use it as a big universal sign or whatever you set your intention for, but you probably are in the middle of a transformation. You're probably on the edge of a transformation and it's time to see what happens from it. It's time to really step into it and awaken yourself spiritually and allow it to kind of take the reins and get excited about this change that is happening or is coming. So I hope that helps you find a sign. Let me know which ones you got. Let me know on Instagram. Tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm really excited to see which one you pulled, which one you're going forwards with. And now that you have your sign, I wanted to talk about using it a little bit more. So something I love to do is to keep what I call a universal communication codex. And it's where I write down all my signs. So I'll have the first couple of pages maybe one or two pages as just a codex. So it'll say something like bear equals universal sign or fox for me. And it will say butterfly is my work sign. This is a sign I take, I get from my grandfather. This is a sign I get from my ancestors. This is my sign for relaxation. And I also have all the angel numbers in there. So I'll have 222-333-444. Even if I don't know exactly what they mean yet, I have them there ready to fill in. And this is a way that you can see how signs maybe are becoming more niched or becoming more evolved. And also to see things like angel numbers or things that you see a lot that you feel are a sign, but you don't know what your guides are trying to say yet. You can kind of keep track of it there. So what I like to do is say I pick the sign of a fox. I will write fox in my codex and then I will go and I will set aside two to 10 pages for fox later on in the journal. And every time I see a fox, I will write it down either that night or I'll put it in my notes app and I'll come back to it, but I'll write it down. I'll write down how I was feeling when I saw it, what was going on in my life when I saw it, and what I was thinking about. And I just keep doing that over and over and over again. And then eventually, once you see this sign five to 10 times, probably, you're going to start to see a pattern emerge. So the best way I can describe this is with the angel number 222. This means something so different for everyone and there is a collective meaning, but for me, it always means 
hey, slow down for a second. Take a look around you because you're missing a really beautiful moment in your life. You're missing a manifestation. You're missing something that could be a core memory, something that is going to fill you with so much joy and love. So for those of you who don't know, I travel for two months about in the summers because my partner isn't working and I can work from anywhere. And so the first month we did this, we did Spain and then Paris. So we're in Spain for a month and we had just got there and it was my first time doing it and the Airbnb wasn't exactly what I expected. I ended up loving it, but there were some problems that we had to get figured out and we were really low on money and I was just so overwhelmed and we were going to this wine festival that my siblings had got me tickets for for my birthday and we were sitting there waiting for it to start and I'd got a coffee and some gelato and we were sitting on this patio I'd only been there for a few days and I was so worried about everything and I was so in my head. And then I looked down at my receipt and my order number is 222. And I thought, you're missing it. You've wanted to travel for so long and you're not even allowing yourself to experience it. And it's moments like that, that every time I saw 222, I realized I was up in my head. I was missing a beautiful moment and being able to write down each time allowed me to see the pattern emerge, allowed me to see what was actually trying to come from it. So keeping this codex, then I can see, okay, it's asking me to be present. And then maybe another time it wasn't quite as beautiful, but I was really getting caught up and and my guides were just trying to get me back into the moment. And so sometimes you'll notice there's a few outliers, but look for that key thing that keeps coming up with almost all the times that you see that sign or that angel number. And then you can start to see what your guides are trying to communicate with you. You can get that sign down and move on to the next one. And eventually you'll have all of these signs. You'll have all of these signs to work with. And it's like a whole communication and it gets to be so beautiful and it gets to be so magical and you get to feel so supported, like I was saying at the beginning. And it just gets to be so much more beautiful because... Not only do you feel supported, like everything I was saying before, but now you understand what these signs mean. People get so excited when they see angel numbers or they see a sign and they don't even necessarily know what to do with them. They don't even know what their guides are trying to communicate and you may be feeling that way now, but now with this sort of codex and with this understanding that you get to create and gain... Not only is it exciting because you see a sign, but it gets to be exciting because you actually know what's being communicated to you and you know what to do with it. It's exciting because you understand it now, and it gets to be even more special that way. But just take it slow, one sign at a time. You don't need 50 signs to get what you need. The universe will figure it out. Your guides will figure it out. So start with this one today or add this one today to your list and start using that communication. I hope this helps. I love talking about angel numbers and signs and communicating with your guides. So if you have any other questions, let me know. I'd love to do another episode on this sort of topic. But without further ado, I'll just wrap up the episode there. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Bye.